Today's daf is daf Yudal, Be'ez Hashem is Baruch. We are beginning the second parak of Masechas Nadorim at the Mishnah, two-thirds of the way down, Yudgimel Amad Be'ez. Continuing with the theme of the last parak, Zogdei Lugamishnah, the Eilu Mutarim, the following are not binding Nadorim. And if you use these terminologies, in these declarations, then there is no neder whatsoever. So, Elimitar, Chulin Sha'echaloch. The world's going to have to discuss what the novelty of it is. But basically, what I eat of yours is Chulin. Obviously, there's no binding neder. What am I saying? That which I eat of you is Chulin. So, what, what is the point of even mentioning it? We'll see. Right? Now, the next clauses are very important. We've talked about this extensively. Kibasa Chazir. If I said that which I eat from you should be like a piece of pork, it should be like an idol, it should be like the skins that were utilized in the service of an idol. There used to be a uh, service that what they did was they would cut a hole around where the heart is of the animal, the skin. They would like make a circular hole and then they would... Uh, reach in and pull out the heart, very India, Indiana Jones, to right, pull out the heart from the... And that was the service that they did. There was, there was the... Uh, a, this animal was used, it's called Takrovis. This was the way the service was done uh, for the idol. Means in, the, in this case, the Ron explains, it's not the actual idol, but it's a Takrovis. It's something that was done for the service of the idol. All right? Kenevelos, if it's an animal that died without shechita, ketrefos, an animal died with shechita, but there was something wrong, defective, one of the 18 places that you can't eat the animal after shechita, kashkatim ramasim, those are creepy crawlies, things that crawl on the ground, right, that are prohibited. There's eight that are mentioned specifically in the Torah, that their carcass is not only a prohibited consumption, but they also transmit tumor. Kechalas Aaron of Trumaso, we discussed this one extensively as well, these two. Kechalas Aaron is Chala, it literally means the Chala of Aaron, that uh, the, ironically Aaron never got to eat this Chala. This Chala was only eaten when they came into Israel and they planted the grain and you make bread and you have to give a certain part of that to the Kohanim. And they called it Chalas Aaron, but that's referring to the Chala that we separate from the dough, from the, from the bread uh, to give to the Kohanim. And Trumaso is the Truma that was given, at least according to one shot, of the grain. Those items, even though they are declarative, you make the statement, this should be Truma, this should be Chala, but it's not considered bound by a neder. The prohibition is either according to the Rosh and other Rishonim that it is part of the, it's really the Tevel. It was prohibited from before and just now you've limited the Tevel to only now include only its to the to non to non kahanim that's in the truma, so therefore it's not that you created through your own declaration the prohibition, but you just channeled it, and therefore that's not considered to be a dava hanadur, but it's a dava asr. Or according to others, actually it is, the truma is a new iser, the chala is a new iser, but it wasn't from something that was mutter that now becomes asr. It was something that was asr before that now just has a new iser. But either way, however you explain it, it's not something that you created the iser through your neder, and therefore it's no different than saying it should be that 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 the, the food should be like pork, etc. So in all these cases, mutter 
it is a non-binding neder, as we will see again uh, in the Gemara, because in the only time, if you're going to be matfis, I mean, technically you could say, your food is prohibited on me. You don't have to say like anything. You could say, your food is prohibited on me, that's a binding neder. If you choose to say that your food should be like something, then you better make sure that the thing you make it like is going to be a dava hanodr, could be like a carbon, could be like something else that a nedr was placed on. But if it's dava asr, that it's something that has an intrinsic isr that was not created by you, that such a case, that would not be binding as a nedr. Now the last part of the Mishnah, very interesting, if a person says, a person says to his wife, you are to me, means you're prohibited to me like my mother, right? Like mother, like just as mother is prohibited to me from having relations, you are prohibited to me. So therefore, technically, also, you are trying to make your, your relationship with your wife prohibited like something which is not something that was created through a nether, right? If you would say you are to me like a carbon, then ain't a chanami, that would be a binding nether. But you said, like mother, the isser of mother is a pre-existing isser in a Torah, so therefore technically this should not be binding whatsoever. However, we're going to see in categories such as the last case, the Chachamim, we'll talk about it more and we'll get to the tomorrow, but the Chachamim wanted to dissuade people from trying to make those kind of nedorim, and therefore they said, if you made that type of nedor, even though really technically it should not be binding at all, but what they required is, they require a Pesach be made. A Pesach is an opening, and it's not an opening, it's an opening from another place. Now what does it mean an opening from another place? The easiest way to have got the opening over there, they would have said to the person, do you realize the words you said were really disrespectful to your mother? Using your mother in that context, that would be considered a Pesach, not from somewhere else. That's from the actual wording itself. And technically, that should be okay. The Chachamim don't allow it. But they require that you, if you're going to make a Pesach to remove that declaration rabbinically, because now Torah said it's not binding, but you have to find an outside opening. It's called a Pesach, a Pesach, to release the statement, an outside opening to be able to release that statement. And uh, it's called, it's, it's called, it's, it's actually a, there's, there's, there's a, uh, a Pesach and there is a, uh, when, you, when you annul a, 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 a neder, right, there's being Matir a neder and there's Hafara. Right? So there's different, so this is, this forms of what, actually this is an annulment. Basically they're gonna find an annulment that therefore the, the, the bond, it doesn't, uh, you require to make as if the net doesn't exist. Even though it's only rabbinical because in the Torah, the net doesn't exist, bechlal anyway. Alright, now, why did they do it? Because they do not want people to become lax in making these kinds of nadorim. Now we're going to see, at least according to one opinion, uh, that uh, we're going to see according to Rava, is this was specifically against Amaratzim. Amaratzim, they would get angry, they would usher their wives. Now technically you say, my wife is usher to you like, like my mother, is no problem. But the problem is that if you keep doing it, the next time you might say, you might say like a carbon, and what's happened when you say like, that is binding, and then it would be problematic. So they have to dissuade people from doing it. They made them get a Hatara, made them get a Pesach, 
even in cases where it was not binding. Now, the, the thrust over here wasn't because of the mother. The thrust is because it's his wife. Meaning, if he would have said that my wife is to me like a piece of pork, that would also have required the same thing. Just the difference is that in such a case, the, the point over here was because it's the mother, we want to be able to say you need to get the best from somewhere else. We can't use the fact it was your mother and you disrespect your mother. That's why I gave the example of the mother. But this idea doesn't necessarily have to include like the mother. It could like anything which still require Hatorah even though it's not binding. But it's much more only this last case. The cases from before... Are, are, are not binding at all because they weren't so commonly violated and therefore they did not need to put the restraints and requiring a Pesach in that situation. What do they mean when they say find the Pesach from somewhere else? Like what I said, it means that we're not going to use your own words for the Pesach. Did you realize you disrespected your mother? They won't do that. They're going to make him find a Pesach, other, uh, something else that whatever the scenario that they could look for to find the best, but it can't be just based on, directly based on the wording that you disrespect your mother, therefore would you have done it if you realized it did? They won't rely on that best. That's what it means. Now, let's go to the opening clause. The opening clause of the Mishnah, it says that if a person says that chulin that what I eat of yours is chulin, it's not a binding nether. What's the obvious question? If something is full, you're allowed to have it anyway. And therefore what? So how can you make a... So what's the what's, what's the cheddish? What's the cheddish? You're saying it's not a binding. Obviously, the cheddish must can be when sometimes when the when what the statement itself is portion, it's the inference is the cheddish. Right? So now let's take a look. Maybe what's telling you, if you just said the words chulin o chalach, it doesn't work. But if you put a prefix there, la chulin, then I understand it'd be a chiddish, because la chulin would mean, read it, don't read it, la chulin can be read as lo chulin, that what I eat from you should not be chulin, which means if it should not be chulin, therefore it should be carbon, it should be carbon. And if it should be carbon, therefore what I eat from you should be a carbon. And that would be a binding nether. The problem is that if that's what the purpose of the Mishnah is, then that Mishnah cannot be going like Rav Meir, because Rav Meir said you cannot infer the negative from a positive. It must be going like Rabbi Yehuda. The last Mishnah said explicitly the case is we proved it's going like Rabbi Yehuda. And he said, it's a binding letter. So why would I have to repeat this as being the novelty if that's clearly in the last, in the last parak? That's what the Gemara's question is. Tomorrow's the time of the Amar Chulin. So the reason why it's not binding because you just use the word Chulin on its own, the implication, if you would have said, that we would have implied to saying lo lechulin should not be vechulin have elas be carbon and therefore should be binding because you said carbon lo elchalach somebody matnisin so then who would the omishne that is talk what the novelty of the mishne is who would the mishne then be going can't be Rav Meir because e Rav Meir halays lemichal lavata shemayim you don't infer the negative from the positive el it must be going Rav Yehuda if it's going Rav Yehuda heina reisha that's already in the beginning means in the last Perek, explicitly he gave the case of lachulin sha'ochalach, it should be chulin, it should not be chulin, what I eat from you means it should be carbon, and there should be also to me. So what is it like this? So therefore the question is, so why repeat it? In and of itself, it's like nonsensical, there's no need to say it. Inference, then it comes out being like Rabbi Yehuda. And they're saying they're going like Rabbi Yehuda, what do you have to mention again? That's, so what's the point here? So what is it like this? You're right. Then what is saying, in and of itself, it wasn't needed to record. But since there's going to be 
other cases that are going to be written here. Basa Chazir, Avodus Kuchavim, and there, there is a novelty in those cases, right? Those cases, the novelty is that it has to be something that you became also through your nether, and not something that was intrinsically also. So once it says, it says, those cases are not binding, it throws this one in as an add-on. But it's not, the novelty is not in and of itself. That's not the point. So when it says like this, Therefore it threw in chulin as well. But not that there's any novelty in chulin of itself, just it's written there as almost like a prelude to the ones that do have the novelty associated with them. That's the first answer. That's the answer, right, that, that the Gemara gives. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, maybe you can be a little creative. Maybe the novelty over here is that the way to understand Chulin is not a case in and of itself. There's no, there's no, there's no statement, Chulin that they would even have a half a minute in there. What it's saying is like this. Obviously, when a person says that what's yours is Chulin, it's not binding at any level, right? It's not binding. I don't even on a rabbinical level. I don't need to get any uh, hatara. Obviously, it means the re- the way to read it is that these are mutter, and they're mutter as as if you said that what is yours is chulin, which is coming to say that, and therefore I do not need even on a rabbinical level to find any type of pesach. So the reason why it introduces chulin shalchalak means. These are mutter like chulin. And so it's like it's part of the introductory statement to the cases of pork and whatever it is. That, and telling you, those cases are not binding at all and you don't even need a Pesach to Rabbonon. That's the way to read it. So Rabbina Amar Hachit Kitani, the way to learn the mission is as follows. Eilim Atarim, the following Nadarim Amutter, is as if you said the word Chulin. It's as if you said that your food is, it's as if you said Chulin. That's not the Nadar. It's, it's as if you said Chulin. It's an introductory Which and, and what's the point that it's stressing? It's like Chulin that you don't even you need, need a, a, a Pesach on a rabbinical level, right? Right. The problem with that is, so you're telling me that what's teaching me that I don't need even a Pesach on a rabbinical level is because it says it's like Chulin. Implication, if it never would have said that it's like Chulin, if you would have taken out the clause of that it's Chulin, what would I have thought? That maybe that I would need. Can't be. Because the Mishnah goes out of its way to show the last case when you say your wife is like my, you say your wife is like my mother. That's the case that you need rabbinical pesta. What does that imply? That all the cases before don't need it. So I don't need the word chulin to be teaching me that. So therefore, yes, it's a nice try, but that can't be the thrust of why it says chulin, because I know I don't need a Pesach in the upcoming cases, because it makes it clear that only the last case is the one that needs it. That's the point it's making. So when it says like this, ve'ilo tana chulin, you tell me if the introductory statement of chulin would not have been mentioned, hava mina boy she'ela, that I would have had to go to a chacham and got a Pesach to be mater the neder, at least on a rabbinical level. It says, Mi ikala sukal daita. How could I have thought that? How could that have entered my mind? That this would be the pshad. Hamenetani say, but since the last line of the Mishnah clearly says, Ha'omer le'ishta hare at alai ki'ima. Princess his wife, you are to me like my mother. That's where you need a Pesach, just in case you said like a mother, like a Malcolm Acher. But that's where you need a She'ela. That's where you need a Pesach. Michlal, from that we can infer that the earlier previous case is what? I don't know. They 
you wouldn't you wouldn't need a pesach at all. Right? Mechlal, the race of love by Yisraela, I don't need a Yisraela at all. Which means that can't be the reason why it says Chulin. El Mechaberta Chulin Memeila Nasba. So therefore, the original answer, Chulin is just thrown in as an add-on. It just happens to be add-on. It's not teaching any novelty in and of itself. We're going back to that original answer that the Gemara offered. Ravina, nice try, but it really doesn't work. Now the Gemara just circles, goes full circle to something we've been dealing with already since the beginning of the Masechta, but wants to know, how do you know that when you make a neder and you attach it to something, again, you don't have to attach a neder. You can say that uh, this loaf of bread is usur on me. And by saying that, that's a binding neder. It's just only if you say this loaf of bread should be like something. How do we know the thing you make it like has to be a dava another and not a dava So Where do we know this concept from? So Mora says, Menanami, at least Amakra, because it says, Ishki yidor neder la Hashem, the dava loshem. Yidor neder. Yidor neder means that if you're going to make the neder based on something else, that thing itself, what, what does it have to be? It has to be something that was also itself through a nether, and it cannot be, uh, it, right, it cannot be something that is also like a piece of pork. So what it says, it means it has to be something that is, that first happened through something that itself became also through a nether. Now the Mora asks a very good question. If you look at that posik, I believe in Sparsha's Matos, if you look in that posik, it says like this, or he made a vow, and then the last one, uh, to restrict um, to make a binding restriction against himself. Now, lesser Israel Nafsho implies that he's making, he's making, it's also double Lushan, and it's an, from the word Isur, from the word prohibit, prohibition. It's Mashma, you're going to tell me Linda Nedra means when you make it, you should attach, you're attaching it to something that there was a Nedr. Le'isar, Isar sounds like what? That it's also considered to be a binding restriction if what? If you attached it to something that is uh, also prohibited, uh, that is prohibited, but not necessarily prohibited through a nether. Meaning, if Lindor nether in the Pasuk is teaching me that it becomes binding when you attach it to a pre-existing nether, then Lissar Isar sounds like it becomes binding or restricted even if you attach it to something that was prohibited, innately prohibited, like a piece of pork. Means if that you can, that, if that's your way you manipulate the Pasuk to teach me Lindor nether, Davra Nadr, then the Isar Isar should not teach me Davra Asr. Right? That's the most question. So, then even something like pork should be able to be used to create a binding there. The end of the positive is that any type of restriction that you attach to will be binding against you, not just with lind or nether. And that, the Gemara says, is that Le'isar Isar, we already said, we learned in the last paragraph, it's coming to teach me something else. What did Le'isar Isar teach me? Remember we said that if a guy uh, made a nether, that he's going to fast on his father's yard site. He's not going to eat meat, why? He's going to make a, made a nether, not to, yeah, he made, it was through a nether, that he's not allowed to have certain things on his father's yard site. And then what he says is, at a later date, I want the wine, or I want the bread, I want to be like, what I answered myself on the father's yard side, it's binding. 
And where do we learn it from? We learned it from Isar Isar. And the Ron explains like this, is that you need to know that. Because you might have thought, when the Torah says, when you attach to something, it becomes prohibited, maybe it's only if it's attached like a carbon. Something that is also to everybody. Something that is also to everybody, maybe that has the strength to make it also to... Too. But not if I made my own particular nether. But last our Isar comes to teach me that even if it's something that is individually prohibited only to me, it could also be used for Hatfasa. But now it comes out that I can't say it's coming to teach me all types, all forms of Isar. No, that lesson Isar is teaching me something else. It's teaching me just as a lindor nether when you attach to something like a carbon, which is also to everybody. You can also do attachment to something that's also to me, but it still has to be only something that was derived in Isar through the nether. But it was not something that was originally usher, and therefore, that, and therefore, we, we we stick by what we're saying from before. So what it says like this. So what it says like this. We already used that. The Gristan of learned in a brisa earlier. We had this before on Dafyud Beis. What's the case of Isra? A person who says that today should be like the yard side of where I, but that, that's talking about a specifically a nether in attaching to something that was usur, but it's usur just specifically to me. That's why you need lesser isar. But in terms of something that was usur inherently, that that did not, was not created by you through your own Nether, your own declaration, there you cannot attach to it, and that's what shot in our Mishnah. That's why in our Mishnah, all the things you said, pork, I mean, by the way, just, I didn't, I just forgot to mention it, the Ran actually learns the cases that we have in the Mishnah are going up in level, right? Chazer, he says, a non-kersha animal is prohibited, it's only Malchus, and it's only prohibited from eating, it's not prohibited benefit, but you're allowed to sell a pork chop, you're just not allowed to eat the pork chop. Whereas the next thing, Avaraz Kachavim, is Asr, even you're not, and the idol itself, you're not allowed to get benefit, not just not allowed to eat, consume it, you're not allowed to get benefit either. Oros Levuvim is something that was used to serve an idol. Now that's even worse than the idol itself. The idol itself, if the guy comes and he takes a hammer and he smashes it, then the Jews are allowed to use it. Something that was used as a takrovis, as a service, of the idol, no matter what you do to it, it, can, it could never be used. So that's even a greater iser, right? Now, nevelos and trefos themselves, uh, nevelos actually has in it a higher level prohibition because it also has a tumor. Nevelos, not all, you're, not, you're not allowed to consume, but if you touch it, trefos doesn't have a tumor. Because you shaft it, it doesn't have a tumor, you just can't eat it. But nevelos and trefos are really a package deal. They always go together. That's why it puts nevelos trefos there, but the Kiddush over there is nevelos. Shkotsim Ramosim have even a higher uh, level than regular nevelos. Regular nevelos, the tra- the, the, it's okay. only prohibited by a kazayas. Oh. So that goes to the next level. And, uh, uh, and, right? The Chiddush over there with Chalas, Aaron, and Trumoso. I don't remember. What does the Ron say that the Chiddush was over there? Oh, it's Mishbidei Shemaim. Correct. It's a Chiv Mishbidei Shemaim. It's got the high, that's what we, so even it's got that high level of Itza, but nevertheless, you cannot make a nether attach to it. Let's go right. Haomer Le'ish Person says to his wife, "You are like mother. Then, if you you have to, uh, we have to get a pesach to remove it. And the pesach has to become makamachar. It can't be just from the fact that you were disrespectful to your mother. That's not enough of a pesach. Now, 
Ramina, more has a contradiction from a brisa on our Mishnah. Right? What does it say? Hare at alaik boser ima. You're like the flesh of my mother. That uses the word flesh because the Torah uses that. Share boser. Torah uses when it talks about the consanguous relationship, the prohibited relationship, it uses the word flesh. The Jew, that's what he's using over here. So you are like the flesh of my mother, the flesh of my sister, Orla, you are also to me like Orla. Orla is the first three years that you're not allowed to get any benefit from the tree. Kekliya Kerem, from the uh, mixed seed, these are also Osir Bahano, when you grape with, 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 with a grain. Lo Amar Klum, you have said nothing. Because why? Because it's a Dover uh, Asr, it's not a Dover Anodr. But here it says, Lo Amar Klum, it doesn't even require what? Pesach. And our Mishnah says that when you said that to the wife, you are Asr to me, whatever it's like, you need a Pesach to remove it. So why does the Mishnah say you do need a Pesach? Here it mentions Lomar Klum. Lomar Klum implies that you don't need anything. So Abayah says Lomar Klum Raisa. This Bryce is referring to the Torah mandate. The Torah mandate is you don't require anything in a Torah because we said it's not a, it's not a nether. However, but Sarev She'ela Midurabon and our Mishnah which is throwing in that you have to go and get a Pesach from the Chacham, that's Midurabonah. So Amish is talking about from the rabbinical level, the Brisa that the, the, he's talking about on the Doraisa level. Now, Rava doesn't like that Teretz. Rava doesn't like that Teretz because Lamar Klum really implies that what? That nothing is needed. At any level, nothing is needed. Right? So therefore, he doesn't like even that. It's much more even rabbinic. So therefore, Rabbi gives a different terrorist. Rabbi Amar, this takana that the Rachamim say, that you have to get a Pesach, even though in a Torah it's not binding, was only said to the Amaratzim. Because the Amaratzim were the ones that were more flagrant in making the vows on their wives. And therefore, that's when they put a, they kicked into place that you have to go to and get a shell. But that was only said for the Amaratzim. So the bride that says, Lo Amar Klum, he's so much to we didn't make the takona against them. So Taka Tamakhom doesn't doesn't need Sha'il at all. Our Mishnah was talking about for the Amaratsim, the Amaratsim do need to come and get a Sha'il. Now Tosvas over here points out that there is, other than just the interpretation of the Mishnah and the Braisa, there is another halachic difference between Abaya and Rabbah. Abaya said that the difference is that just one is talking about in a Torah, one is talking about Rabbah. And he doesn't make a distinction, distinction between Talmud Chochem and non-Talmud Chochem, which is mashma that according to Abaya is that Minat Torah, nobody needs a Pesach, and Midrabbanon, everybody needs a Pesach, even a Talmud Chochem. According to Rabbah's terrorists, Rabbah's saying no, that even the Tachonah that said you have to get a Pesach was only said specifically for Talmidei Chachamim, it was not, uh, for Amaratim, it was not said for the Talmud Chacham, which the Gemara Bahatanya, the Gemara brings down as a raya to what Robert just answered, that we see sometimes these Takhanas only apply to Amaratim, don't apply to Talmud we see something in a similar situation. Hanoda B'Torah, the person says, I make a neder by the Torah, right? Now, the Ron points out that actually it's using the word neder here, but it's really a shvur. Because you're saying, if by the Torah I am required of prohibiting myself from doing something. That's not a nether. A nether is only when you say on a piece of bread, on a, right, that's, that's on the chafetz. Here it's on the activity. By the Torah is really, as we say, by Hashem's name, but, but it's not. So we're not talking about, even though it's using the word nether, the idea that we're going to show the difference between Amorites and Tamakhav is going to show that in Shvu we have a similar concept. We're applying it to also the same idea by nether. So a person says, Hanoder by Torah. A person says, I make a nether by the Torah. Now by the Torah is, could mean two things. It could be 
by Hashem's name in the Torah, which would be a binding shvuah. But also by the Torah could mean, like, by the holiness of the Torah, by the, 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 the Eitzchayim and the Klaf, and, which is not good. That's not a binding shvuah. It's not a, again, we're not talking about nether again, because, right, not a shvuah. So, I know the Torah, lo amar klum, you've said nothing. Nevertheless, what do we see? You have to get a she'ela. Right? Right? Because again, it was something that was, again, flagrant. People used to do it by, by the, by the Torah, right? So, more than they have to get a she'ela. But that takana was only said against the Amoratim. It wasn't get by the Tamil Chachamim. They're not going to make the mistake or they're not as flagrant with it. Therefore, they make the takana. So, we see that concept that there's a difference, at least by Shvuah, between some things by the Yiddish Midrabonin, a Pesach, or a Sheila, by Shvuah, Midrabonin, we're saying the same thing, the same concept, it's not exact, there's a Shvuah, here's a Sheila, here's a Fine to Tafka by wife, that's said by the Torah, but the concept is the same. Now, the Girsa, according to some of the Rishonim over here, is Gufa. Gufa means it's quoting, it's, it's quoting the Brice that was mentioned before, the way we have in our Gemara, it says Tanya, Tanya, the, uh, it says in the Brice, which is now going to say over the whole Brice that we just mentioned. Let's go through this. I know the Torah. Person made a nether by the Torah. Again, saying by the Torah is not effective for Shvur, because in order to be effective by Shvur, what do you have to mention? If you, go, if you want to do it by anything. Right? You have to say by Hashem's name. You're going, but by, a, by the, by just saying by the Torah, it could mean that the, the, the parchment and the word, that doesn't mean anything. Right? Lama Klum. Bamesh, Kosov Ba, if you said by what is Kosov Ba, the Chorah means what's written in it. So now, once you say what's written in it, then we say that you're referring to the Shem Hashem. So therefore, Dvarav Kayamim, then it is binding. Right? Now the third part of it says by it and what's written in it Alright, now let's analyze this. There's three parts of the Brisa. You just said Torah. Nothing. Nothing. Because Torah means by the cloth and by the wood doesn't mean anything. You said, you said um, what's written in it Right. Even though what's written, what's written in it could also be by the lions and the clouds, but nevertheless, there we say it means Hashem's name is binding. By it and what's written in it, so we said also it's binding. Now the obvious question is, is that if what's written in it is binding, then by it and what's written in it, yeah, what do you need that for? That's going to be the problem here. Okay. So what is it like this? Ktani We have Bameshakosabo, which was case number two. That Dvarov Kayamim. So Ba So why is there a need to say the case number three? It and what is written in it. That seems to be obvious that it's not binding. The one is going to offer a number of alternative suggestions over here. Now, the problem that we're going to see is that the Ran does not seem to have the Girs of Al-Gomorrah. We're going to explain it according to the Girs of Al-Gomorrah because the technically, I don't want to get it too technical, but the Ran seems to have a completely different Girs in some of the cases. So therefore, we're going to follow the wording of Al-Gomorrah that's more like the Rosh and, and the Tosfos. Let's see. So, Amar of Nachman, answer number one, Lokasha. He says there's a difference whether, and it doesn't mean literally it's on the floor, but it means it's on fr- in front of you and you haven't picked it up. And you haven't picked it up. What's the difference? So one is going to say that where it's not in your hands, 
So when it's in your hands, you're showing a certain affinity, a certain uh, affinity to... Like the third the, case, then. Well, we'll talk about which case is it. We'll go in a moment. But where you picked it up and you're holding it, that shows a greater affinity for us to understand that you meant the, name of, the names of Hashem inside. Where you haven't bothered picking it up, so then it's, we're concerned that you didn't mean the names inside, but you meant the, 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 the wood and the, uh, and the parchment. Now let's explain it. Right. Machdal Aro, when it's on the ground, Daita Agvili. There we say that your intent is on the Gvil. The Gvil means the parchment, right? And, uh, but when you picked it up, Daita Al Azkara Shabbat, your intent is on the names that are in it. Now, let's speak it out then. So therefore, like this. If a person says, Batora. Batora, at this point, we're assuming, means nothing. Batora could mean, uh, Right? Uh, the, uh, the, the parchment. Now, if he picked it up and he ho- is holding it, he said, by what is contained, Masha Kasev Bar, and he picked it up, there's no question, what does he mean? It's inside because he's holding on to it. And he means the name. But it, the third case is talking about when it's on the ground. So the third grade, if all he said, what's, Masha uh, 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 what's, in it, that's just like the same thing as saying Batora, and it would not work unless you said uh, it and what's in it. Because by saying it and what's in it, then we know for sure what you're referencing is the name, the shame, shame in mind. So therefore, that's the way the first answer understands. If you're holding it, you don't have to say both Loshonas, it and what's in it. There you just by saying what's in it is sufficient. But, uh, but if it's on the ground, in order for us to know that when you're saying what's in it, then you have to say it and what's in it, then we know that you're referring to Shem Shaman. But the, the difficulty is that the Bryce does not seem to make a distinction between, doesn't say, you're, you're switching from case two to case three by the location, and there's no indication in the Brysa that that location is there. So Moses is like this. So the Ibais Ema, the alternative shot, is as follows. The Machdal the Machdal Ara, that no, both cases are talking about where it is on the ground. Right? Right. Right. In front of you, not on, not holding. And the Chiddush is like this. Again, we're going to look at the language of the Gemara the way we have it. That even though it's on the ground, that if you said what's written in it, meaning like this. The way we have to understand is as follows. Is that, he says it's on the ground, so when you said... Uh, uh, when you say what's written in it that's case number two you never said it and what's contained in it you said what's in it even though it's on the ground you're going away from that even though you're not holding it by saying what is in it we understand it's not just the same thing as saying we're saying and, 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 and the third case now the question is so what's the third case the third case, you're not holding it either. So the question was still the Chorei, right. So the Ron learns, and the third case is telling us that, that it's like, it's as if, that, that when you hold, when you're not, even though you're not holding it, and you said what's in it, it's as if you said what is, it and what is in it. But, but our, the gears of Al-Gamore is Vizu Ain't Zu, is stylistically. Sometimes the Tana goes from the lesser, the, the lesser Chiddush to the greater Chiddush. Sometimes it goes from the greater Chiddush to the lesser Chiddush. So the way Al-Gamora reads with this line is, that means, 
even this and, and and for sure, for sure and for sure this one that's the Gersa. But the Bach doesn't the the, the uh, I mean the Bach and the Ron take out that that Gersa because the Ron gives a Svara. The Ron saying is now the third case is telling you that the third case that the second case works. It's as if you said the third case. That's how he learns it. Okay. Now let's go through the third answer. Now Eboy's Ema. That, that, that both the second and the third case are not talking about when it's on the ground. So the first answer was, the second and third case, one was on the ground, one was you're holding. The second answer was, they're both on the ground. The, sec- the third answer is, both the second and the third case, case are talking about what? When you're actually holding it. Alright? So, and what's the novelty now between case number two and case number three? He says, Since you're holding it, even though you only said it, you said, I am making this by it, means what we're saying right now is, is that when you, when you pick it up and you're holding it, when you say Torah, the first case is talking about, if you just say Torah and you're not holding it, it doesn't work. Just say Torah doesn't work. But the Kiddush is, once you pick it up, and therefore either you say Torah or you say Ba, it's as if you said what's written inside it. And by saying what's written inside it, of course it means the name. So therefore, that, it's not a third case. The third case is telling me that by saying, by it, it's as if you're saying by what is written inside it and it is a binding, it is a binding lotion. Okay, gentlemen, we'll stop over there.